And here we go. Here we go. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening, everyone. I hope all is well with everybody. Um, hope you guys have been having a wonderful day. Hope you guys have been um, trying to keep yourself abreast of everything that's going on. You've been taking care of yourself, staying out of the heat. I know we've been having some rain back and forth. Um, still need some more rain, but definitely yeah, the heat is... Uh, definitely the not like the normal pattern. <laughs> I, know, I know. It's not. I know um, one of the things that, you know, as, a, um, as an air traffic controller, you know, and starting in Florida... In the summertime, one of the things that, you know, we used to tell pilots and stuff all the time when they came in and wanted to get the weather briefing and stuff, and we'll tell them, look, you know, weather for Florida is you can pretty much count in the summertime. The forecast is always going to be the same. The mornings is good, you know, thunderstorms in, after, uh, in the afternoon. You know, that's pretty much how, how it's yeah. been, you know. So uh, if you can get everything done by 2 o'clock or so, you guys should be pretty good. Outside of that, there is no promises. That's right. You know, but, but we're uh, coming off the hottest July on record. Yes. And a lot of research has been coming out about how what we're witnessing around the world in terms of mm -hmm. the heat and the fires and the flooding and yes. so mm -hmm. forth is related to climate change, human fueled climate change. And I'm hoping that people it's getting through to people, but this is one of the reasons why, yeah, it used to be like clockwork afternoon here mm -hmm. in Southwest yeah. Florida rain, but we had rain at 11. We had a rain at two. I know. Um, <laughs> I've been like that before. So everything's wonky donkey. Yeah. It is crazy. You know, and then even with, with the heat and like you said, because it's been such, you know, a historic, um, you know, temperature wise, the temperatures of the water, you know, mm -hmm. has really been affecting, you know, even uh, trying throwing off the ecology of, of everything and, and the ecosystem, um, fish, you know, not being able to survive and so many other things that are happening, you know, because of the heat and because of, you know, now the, the, the balance has been thrown off and, um, you know, a lot of things and, and people don't realize, or at least I'm not going to say they don't realize, I would just say we don't, we don't pay attention to it as much, but, you know, but it's just like a day. Everything is uh, cyclic. Everything is, you know, it's, it goes in cycles. Everything has a pattern and it's a pattern for a particular reason. You know, I mean, a bear hibernates at a certain time of the season or a fish um, with your salmon, they swim up, you know, a certain time of the season and, and you know, different things happen, you know, for different um, animals and, and different life. Um, you know, as we know it today happens during the time. I mean, the sun go comes up at one time and it goes down at another time. And, you know, so these things happen and it helps sustain life and it helps to keep that balance. And when that balance is thrown off, so many other things happen. And this is what we're beginning to see, you know, and people, like you say, don't want to, you know, kind of understand, grasp or believe or think, you know, that, because of some of the things that that we have done now and, and I'll you know say we but because of the things that we've done you know yeah. has thrown that balance off and we're reaping the you know the uh uh quote unquote well, not, not the benefits but this is right we're reaping what we have sown you know and, and it is what it is you know so um, but people don't want to, they don't want to understand it. They don't, don't want to believe that. They just think it's, you know, off of a whim and stuff. And no, it's not, it, it's not a whim, you know, okay. so they, you can look at, you know, you know, just as easy as it is to see, you know, day turn to night and how that has happened over millions and millions of years, how, because of, you know, the things that we've done, take that 
that cycle out of and kind of put a monkey wrench, so to speak, into that cycle. And now we see how things are going. You know, I mean, it it it, it amazes me because everything that 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 man builds, if you can say, just say, look at a car. If you start a car, certain things are supposed to happen. If something happens where you take something out, or you one one spark plug is taken out of the mix, or one um, timing belt is taken out, or or, or something timing wise is thrown off, then it doesn't function right. And here we are now. We're not functioning right because of we've taken certain things out of its cyclic cycle, and 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 just kind of go from there. So. It is. It is. Say, this is why we need leaders who will respect people, respect the environment, and take climate action. That's that's, that's what we need. That's bottom it. line. Dev, dev, bottom line. Bottom line. Like you say, and, and 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 you have to. And I like that word you said. Respect the environment. You know, and you have to do that. You you have to give the environment respect. And and like you say, it's it's you know it's it's something that we don't we have not done. Um, but if we're going to be the good stewards that we should be, then we have to make sure that we respect the environment and respect the animals where they are. But also, I mean, because it helps us. I mean, come on, let's us, I mean, yeah, it's our life, our air, our bodies, exactly, our water. I mean, yes, you know, so we got to drink that. We got to live, right? Like that's, <laughs> that's like that's the craziest thing about this is how this has become such a partisan issue over the years. It really wasn't uh, climate change, climate activism, environmentalism, conservation was bipartisan going all the way back to the 60s. I was going to say the same thing, yes. It's, you know, it's wild, but literally we're at the point where people are kind of, you know, taking corporate dollars to do their bidding because it's easier mm -hmm. for those corporations to make money if they don't have to think about the environment. But we got to put people first. Exactly. Def, def, without, without a doubt, without a doubt, we have to put people first, you know, so, but today we're going to talk about a couple of things that's been going on. Of course, as, as everybody know, um, you know, I think it's today, as a matter of fact, um, uh, former coming president, up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Coming up former president Trump, um, you know, on four, um, different indictments, you know, that, uh, that's going, you know, and, 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 I, and I want, I want to talk about that a little bit, but I want to kind of talk about, you know, him a little bit, just prior to going in, because I don't know if you 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 heard um, Vice former Vice President Pence talk about you know Trump and and I know a lot of people you know so many people and and I I was one of the ones included. Um, it's like, well, why is with all of the things that's been going on with with him, with Donald Trump, why is it that we're still allowing for him to at least be a candidate, you know, for an office that he has disrespected, you know, in the country. So how is it that we can still allow as a country, a person that has, you know, pretty much bastardized, you know, tried to bastardize, you know, democracy, you know, tried to definitely disrespect, you know, the office of, of saying, you know, I can take whatever, I can do whatever, and all of these things, you know, all of these things that in not just the office, you know, but the citizens, you know, of the United States, um, and we still allow him to set. We still allow, as a country, that you can still run for this office that you have just so, you know, in no uncertain terms, you know, just 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 disrespected, plain and simple, you know. And this is some of the things that people. This is why sometimes people say, "Well, nothing's going to happen to him because nothing has happened to him," you know. So it 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 makes no it makes no we, sense. We have a long history of letting 
powerful white men off the hook. Yes. <laughs> so uh, yes, this is yes, true. Yes. He's a landowner. He's got a lot of money. And that mm -hmm. historically has bought immunity to just about everything. So yes. I think it's really important right now that our judicial system makes a stand mm -hmm. to let all of those who have been involved in this plot to overthrow our election, that this is not acceptable and to hold them accountable. And I, I commend Jack Smith, the special counsel for mm -hmm. doing his due diligence and taking the time to make sure that we got it right mm -hmm. because it's imperative that we convict him at I this agree. point. Totally because agree. if he, if, if this is, haphazardly done we already know that the trump supporters and the far right folks are going to oh. attack this process they've already Good been attacking time. the council and if it's not airtight then our entire democracy is in peril i agree you know but it, it, it it's amazing though you know how you know within our judicial system you know we can um you know you can get a you know, I mean, and, and, and on both sides of the coin, you can get, you know, a defense attorney or you can get a prosecutor, you know, and all of them have said that, well, even from um, circumstantial evidence, you know, we can convict even from circumstantial evidence. You know, people have gone to jail based on still just circumstantial evidence. And here it is with this particular person. It has to be so precise, not the circumstances mm -hmm. and even things that you already know that he has done. Things that the things that are clear, um, not just not just the circumstance, but things that are clear. You know, when again, um, going back to you know, in Georgia, I'll, I I just need twelve thousand votes. I need eleven thousand votes. You know, this, this is all I need to find these votes somewhere. You know, what what do you mean you need to find you know votes somewhere? You know, come on, dude, for real. You know, but but it, it well, thing how it's you know they now you have to go beyond the circumstance to oh, be yeah. able to do whatever and, and i understand just like you said you know let's make sure that it is airtight and i totally agree with that because if we're going to make something of course it's going to be a big stink you know that they you know oh, like yeah. um desantis and everybody else is saying now that you know they're weaponizing you know the judicial system and these offices yeah. and all that for real dude nobody's weaponizing anything they're just going by what the statute said that they can go by well, and what's crazy is that so much of this, they told us they were going to do. Like Donald Trump right. told us he was going to contest the election. The whole um, component about the that involved, you know, Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani, who were part of the co-conspirators, who were mm -hmm. named not named, but they were the co-conspirators in the Trump indictment. Right, right. Their whole scheme, their fake elector scheme the Kraken, right? They were talking mm -hmm. about that online, on Twitter. Before it happened, they're like, just wait, we're going to release the Kraken. The Kraken right, me... was these two lunatic lawyers <laughs> running around from state to state getting slates of fake electors. Now, we've seen right. in the state of Michigan that those 16 fake electors have been mm -hmm. indicted, along with two other Republicans, including one state representative and a, and a former uh, attorney general right. mm -hmm. candidate uh, for allowing the access to those folks. Exactly. Right. And, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be things with Rudy Giuliani in terms of his indictment mm -hmm. because right. his role, they told us this was going to happen. So this yes. is like, this is not like the police work and the investigation work was just like putting it together, getting all of the evidence to hand it in, mm -hmm. you know, 
they because they put it out there already because they thought that they were righteous in their attempt to overthrow the government. There you go. You know, and, and, and that and that's the thing. Just and just like you say, you know, it's you know, it's 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 plain and simple, um, you know, going back through. I guess the the train of thought of them thinking, you know, I'm I'm a rich white guy, you know, I can do whatever I want to do, however I want to do it, you know, I'm basically, you know, at, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm basically I'm, I'm above the law, you know, I'm going right. to make it, you know, the way that I want it to be made, I'm going to do it the way that I want to do it, um, and just like you said, um, you put all of these particular pieces in place, you know, to, and and just like just like Trump said, if if I don't win, then something is wrong. I mean, you're already saying, you know, if, if I don't win, then it was taken. If I don't win, then it was this. And if I don't win, it was he put that in place. Like you said, even before the election and even before right. the election was done, he was putting those particular pieces in place to kind of show his hand that I'm going to contest this because mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to win. I know. And really, dude, for real. I mean, yeah. it. So it it's one of the things that's been so wild to me about this and this entire process, frankly, is that Trump and his people, like one of whom is our Congressman Byron Donalds, right, has become mm-hmm. the chief Trump apologist right. on the talk mm-hmm. shows and on Twitter and other social media. And he and him being a black man, which makes it even more of an interesting juxtaposition. He's Mm -hmm. talking about Trump and Republicans being the victim of a two tier system of justice. And I just knowing that there's demonstrable evidence of a two tiered system of justice Mm -hmm. between white and black Americans, between Mm -hmm. rich and poor Americans. It's so disgusting to hear Mm -hmm. Byron Donalds talk in his defense of Trump about a two-tier system of justice, what do you think about that? Right, and and, and that and that's something that, and 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 listening to Byron down a lot of times, you know, when he when he starts talking and um, he sounds, you know, much like, I mean, he he sounds just like, you know, the, the the Republicans, and I guess just like they say a lot of times, you know, that you've drank the Kool Aid, you know, for for the for the most part. Um, there is no, there is no difference. You know, there is, um, nothing that, you know, comes out of his mouth that, you know, I, you know, would, that, that I would think that, like you say, even as a black man, as a black person, and, and, and it has nothing to do with, you know, blackness, but like you say, because of the fact that he is, you know, an African-American, you know, how, you know, he can defend, you know, a lot of the things that has happened, even from, you know, Donald Trump and the things that he has done. You know, when you look at how, you know, Donald Trump has, like I said, you know, we, you know, disrespected and, and look at how, you know, even some of the policies and the things that he says and the things that you know that, you know, he was trying to do would not benefit, you know, those that are, you know, you know, middle class, lower middle class, you know, those that, you know, are in, you know, um, the position of needing help. That's not his Forte. That's not the things that he's looking at doing or trying to do as far as helping those particular people. And for uh, for Byron Donald to get on and say that, well, this guy is doing all of these things for, you know, people of color and this guy's doing all of these things that's going to help, you know, and all of these things is going to, you know, make you make your life a lot easier. How can you say that, you know, when you can look at and when you can count on 
you know, one hand the things that, you know, you really want to say that he's done. And the bad part about it is, you know, even with Byron Donald, because of the fact that he he's the one that a lot of times is in the news press, I've seen you know, others to say, you know, that they support, you know, Donald Trump. But then when they find out the things that he has done and the things that he's doing and the things that he's really for, you know, they kind of back up a little bit from their stance of supporting. But Byron Donald, because of the fact that to me, you know, he's still trying to, you know, get to that hierarchy of whatever the, his political career. I mean, he's climbing he the ladder. Do. He's climbing yeah, the he's ladder. Trying, trying to climb that ladder. You know, let's let's face it. If there's Trump policies. He's put, he's put himself out there now. Oh, yeah. So now, so now he can't backtrack, you know, because right. Don, because Donald Trump is the one that basically kind of helped him get to, or at least some type of some level of where he is today by by kind of standing on the the, the coattail of Donald Trump. So he's not going to let, you know, his bread and butter go right now because he feels as though, which a lot of the uh, Republicans do now, if they back away from Donald Trump, they're not going to necessarily come out and verbally say that they're not against him, but they're not going to support him as much. But because they're not going to verbally say, they feel as though they're a little bit safer. Donald Byron Donald is going to try and continue so that he can maintain those parishioners that supports Donald Trump. They're now going to, he wants them to support him. Oh, I mean, and here's the thing. Byron is, is gunning for, a VP slot. That's it. That's all this yes, is. Yes, yes. That's all. He's he's punching at Joe Biden, and he's been punching down on Ron DeSantis. So I think that brings us to the mm -hmm. second thing that you wanted to talk about, yes. and that's the recap of what we talked about last week, and that was the announcements by the Florida Board of Education of mm -hmm. these new standards that included some curriculum advisements and benchmarks yes. around how to teach African-American history, including mm -hmm. the controversial benchmark that said that slavery could have been a benefit mm -hmm. to the people who were enslaved. And yes. Byron Donalds came out and said, very frankly, half-heartedly, if you read what he actually said, oh, like, that's not very cool, right? That's not a good idea. Yeah. And he was kind of widely publicized for this and a couple other black Republicans mm -hmm. uh, join him, Tim Scott being another notable one as well. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say, but let's not make a mistake on this. Byron Donalds doesn't care what the education system is. Him and his wife have been working to dismantle public education in the state of Florida for a good 10 years now. They have been advocating for charter schools and the Optima yeah. Foundation, which is run by Erica Donalds, gets 11% in perpetuity, the profit of every charter school that they set up. So let's be clear about this. He does not mm -hmm. care about what the education standards are. That was wholly a reason for him to publicly come out, grab some spotlight and punch down on DeSantis on behalf of Trump for the presidential campaign. The presidential campaign, yeah. And see, and what and what Byron Donald did, he was the one piece, you know, of the 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 Black History curriculum. You know, he was saying, well, you know, you know, there was no, you know, benefit. You know, he said, I support part of it, but I don't support the other part. Is basically what he was saying. You know, it's it's one one line in there. He said, I don't necessarily support that, but you know, I don't have a problem with everything else. You know, and and seeing here's and, and then of course like you're saying, Ron DeSantis, he he comes out and say, well, and, and and here's the crazy part, you know, and to me, you know, where Ron DeSantis kind of makes himself um 
one of the ways, I'll put it that way, that Ron DeSantis kind of makes himself look stupid. You know, when they were talking about the education piece, you know, and then Ron DeSantis, you know, when he was, you know, I guess rebutting Byron Donald, would come back and say, well, you know, either, either basically what he said, either you're for me or you're against me. You know, right. now you want to turn to, you know, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, you know, and those, you know, and which had nothing to do with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. You know, this was, you know, if you want to, if you want to question me on, on, you know, what you feel as though, you know, I believe or I think, question me on what you believe, what what, what I think yeah. or what I believe. You know, it has nothing to do with, but of course, um, DeSantis okay. wants to make it, of course, you know, a, a presidential thing, which has nothing to do with that. But DeSantis, you know, even in his uh, thing, I think it was today where he wrote this letter to Kamala Harris. I don't know if you saw it. Right. Yep. He wrote a letter because so and let's back up about what what had happened initially. So Byron, prior to Byron saying his piece, yeah. oh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, Harris was in Jacksonville, to Florida. Mm -hmm. Right. She yes. came in and she gave a speech and said, you know, basically denouncing the curriculum standards right. mm -hmm. that describe slavery as beneficial, personally beneficial, right? right? Amongst there's a lot of other problems in there, by the way, but that exactly, was just exactly exactly it's a lot of problems, but but yes. And then so so she had come and made her statement. And then so that's how Joe Biden that's, and Kamala yeah. Harris mm -hmm. got wrapped in. And then just I think it might have been yesterday or today, Ron DeSantis put out a letter inviting mm -hmm. Kamala Harris back for a debate on it yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if it was a debate or if it was just to talk about or discuss you know what and, and here's were. there's so the part of this that's a little bit gross too um and that is that the uh the the man who was the main person to write the curriculum for the state of florida was a black man so exactly. he said that oh i will bring this man to come and it's right. like basically mm -hmm. it's it's just like the most disgusting gross base race politics ever so it's like totally he's like he's like oh you're just mad at me because like i'm a white guy but i'm gonna have a black guy say the same thing right exactly and then make debate I, know, that right? black. I mean i mean that's you know it you know even with, with that part you know it's i i think and and here's here's the part and here's what ron DeSantis wants to do anyway is that would be nothing but trying to divide even more again a black vote you know and that and that's all he would want to do is try and bring you know division as much as he can you know and as and as quick as he can because he knows you know and just like Byron Donald or whatever they could use you know to make that divide it's what they would use to make that divide you know and that and that's all that i see because there's nothing more and, and i don't care who you are black white green blue or brown slavery in no way was beneficial for blacks i don't care who says it you know no. and i don't care who wrote the curriculum and you know and to me again i would go back to say where is your base of evidence to say that this was of a benefit to anybody based on what information you know well and, 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 you and know, know this this gross part about this i mean this is this whole thing has been like just absolutely disgusting but if you look back into the history of essentially explaining away and rationalizing mm -hmm. slavery yeah. it has been the prominent argument amongst the white supremacist class right mm -hmm. so you're talking namely southern land owning right, exactly 
people who had owned people, their mm. explanation, one of the ways that they explained it away has always been, it's better here than in Africa. Right. And so there's a mindset that has been pervasive since the beginning of this country, since before the beginning of this country, mm -hmm. since 1619, when mm -hmm. the first group of African enslaved folks came to this land. Right. Mm -hmm. That has been explaining that away by saying, well, what we have going on here is better than what was happening in Africa. So inherently, anything that happens here is going to be a benefit right. mm -hmm. to the people who were enslaved. And it's a disgusting rationalization. It but it's a prevalent one yeah and, and, and it's very like you say it, it, it is very very disgusting the way that they try because again like i said and not to go back you know but you know we can go back and utilize so many other you know um utilize so many other circumstances or situations to where people are uh, pretty much in in servitude to others you know to say that because of my servitude or now you forcing me to do something it's going to be a benefit to me you know, so like I said, we won't um, go back, but really do it that that that, you know, carries. And, and I understand, like you say, that's what they've always said. But it doesn't because of the fact that you've always said it doesn't mean that it's true. Just because of the right. fact that you utilize that particular rationale or reasoning doesn't mean that it's true. OK, because I'm a slave, you're going to force me to work in the fields. I'm teaching you agriculture. Really? Come on, man. I mean, that, that I mean, that it's yeah, it's 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 a very disgusting argument mm -hmm. in the modern era for people to be saying this, but it's a resurgence of an ugly part of American history, mm -hmm. and that, that's that's really what this all comes down to. This is the anti woke, this is the fighting back against that narrative because, in as has been said by others, that racism is so endemic in the United States that true. people think that when you speak out against racism, you're speaking out against the United States. Right. That, that's true. That is very it, true. It's sad. It's sad. And I think though, that it's important to have the conversations and be real about it and keep mm -hmm. fighting for the truth and keep fighting for real history to be taught. Exactly. And, and I totally agree, you know, and we look at things like that and, and we look at, again, going back to the, the repercussions of, you know, a lot of things that's happening here in Florida, you know, and then we look at, again, one of the, or, or some of the, but specifically here recently, you know, some of the organizations that are now pulling out of, or at least being able to financially support, you know, Florida because of all of these things are happening. I know they had uh, here recently, the one of the uh, big fraternities, uh, the Alpha Phi Alpha uh, Fraternity Incorporated, you know, that was going to have, you know, something in Florida. And then I just happened to uh, be at a, at a church conference here in, in, that was held in Orlando uh, because of the fact that it was already planned. I think it was planned that they have what they call the, for the African Methodist Episcopal Church, they have a quadrennial and the quadrennial is, is every four years for this particular organization. And they had had this planned prior to, you know, a lot of this stuff happening. So that's, you know, one of the things, but I'm not even sure if they would have held, um, you know, their event, 
you know, had this happen, you know, some years ago, I'm not even sure if they would have held their event there. And we just happened to have, again, Vice President Kamala Harris, you know. Kamala Harris Day, right. And that was a planned trip. And that was the whole thing. It was like all this other stupid nonsense, but she came and that's what she was there to do was to speak and inspire folks Mm -hmm. at this conference. Had nothing to do with Ron DeSantis and his content. Exactly, exactly. Nothing to do with Ron DeSantis or anything like that. So it was good. And it was good to see her there and, and listen to her and, knowing that she has a support and even with the, uh, the, the church, you know, the organization, you know, really striving to and wanting to make sure that, you know, these particular things, because of the, the African-American Episcopal Church, it's, its foundation is upon social justice, you know, and those things. So that's one of the big things they actually push and one of the big things that they speak against, you know, and want to make sure that that's why they invited, you know, Kamala to come down and to speak and to do these things. So it was crazy. But we see that a lot of organizations and I've heard and I and I have not seen it yet, but I know that some not just the Alpha Phi Alpha, you know, has pulled out, but others have pulled out as well. And mm-hmm. with some of the other organizations that I'm a part of, they're talking about doing the same thing from a right. national standpoint because right. of the fact that, you know, Florida is, you know, a place where weather-wise, of course, you know, it's warm, it's this, it's that, it has a lot to offer, but because of the political climate, you know, right. a lot of things are changing for these organizations and not wanting to support. And and, and I totally agree, you know, because one of the ways that you can, um, and I think we've said, you know, and many times before, one of the ways that you can actually show your disapprovatives is by one of two ways. One is, of course, by your voting. Uh-huh. Another is by your money. Right. You know, and right. that's, that's how, you know, we can talk all day long and we can say what's right, what's right, what's wrong is wrong and go from there. But one of the ways that we can definitely show you, you know, I can show you better than I can tell you. I don't give you my vote and I don't support you financially. You know, right. and that's the way that we actually need to make sure that these things happen, uh, or at least speak, you know, that language, because that's the only way that you're going to be able to make a point. You know, that's the only way, yeah. one of the ways, not the only way, but how we make our points is financially and by not mm-hmm. voting for the, we want you to vote, but not vote for the pieces that are not conducive to where, where your beliefs are. Absolutely. I was going to say, so the the conference for the Alpha Phi Alpha had been uh, pulled from the Orlando area. That was a big one that just happened recently. Right, and I think exactly. the economic impact was something like $4 million just from that one conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, um, and they're not the only ones, too. So there was actually right. a lot of outcry recently from the East Coast, uh, Palm Beach, Chambers of Commerce came out and said, hey, look, people are pulling out of these conferences because, and just for those of you that have never done conference planning, these Mm -hmm. are years in advance, right? So contracts are typically like three years out for major Mm -hmm. conferences, right? Because you have to, I mean, these are hundreds, thousands sometimes of people, depending on the size of the organization, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to have a big venue, you have to have a big space, and people are negotiating those contracts years out, okay? Exactly. these people who represent the companies in these, you know, resort areas are saying, look, the, the, com- the conferences are being pulled or being opted out. They're losing out to other cities. And mm-hmm. what's unfortunate is because there's going to be a lag on this, right? Exactly. But 
it's happening in response to the NAACP saying travel advisory for Florida. Mm -hmm. There's the the National Hispanic uh, Conference um, made a, a a travel advisory here because of the immigration That's right. That's law. Right. That's right? right. Equality Florida has you know, and other LGBT groups have. Uh, put out advisories because of the anti-trans laws and um, LGBT attacks that have happened in the state of Florida as well. And to make things worse, we also have <laughs> health advisories get worse? <laughs> from being worse, right? Leprosy endemic to Orlando, right? right? Um, which, uh, it, to be fair, leprosy had already been there, but now the yeah. scientists are saying that it's kind of, it's part of the ecosystem there and more people are coming down with it, as well as malaria in the West Coast. So right. mm -hmm. we are not doing good on public health we are not doing good on protecting human and civil rights and so yeah we're going to take an economic consequence and let's not forget that we are the front lines for climate change oh, so we, you and i are both living in the area that was decimated by hurricane ian mm -hmm. we're taking an economic hit in our region because you know 50 percent of our resort areas are operational like Everything yeah. else is gone, right? And like, who wants to come to a recently devastated area? Not to mention the blue-green algae that's coming as well, like mm -hmm. making things even more gross, which by the way is causing dementia and potentially dolphins, manatees, and they just recently found out panthers. So oh, really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> this is like, so we're kind of at a very critical point here in Florida yeah. where there are environmental things that are happening that are bad. There are health things that are happening that are bad. There are political things that are happening that are bad. And we are going to start paying the price for it. And I want us and I want all of our listeners to firmly understand this is the Republicans' fault. This is the Republican governor, Ron DeSantis. This is the Republicans in the state legislature who have allowed this to happen. It's the Republicans in the county commission and the city council and our local areas who have allowed overdevelopment to happen that make mm -hmm. us vulnerable during hurricanes events and pollute our waters. Okay. So I want, I want everybody to understand this because there's sometimes confusion between the parties and who's doing what. Mm -hmm. Let's be clear. The Republicans have been in charge on this. It was the Republican legislature that made these laws that caused these national organizations to, to not come to Florida. Okay. And if you want to change, yes, we can use our money and invest our money in other places. That's what people outside of Florida are telling us. Now, we, the people in Florida, have to do our part and mm -hmm. vote these turkeys out. Like exactly, exactly, and and, that, and that's what we we need to because just like you're saying with with the uh, the ecosystem and stuff, uh, they've had now what crocodiles in areas where you normally don't see them. They're talking oh, about the anacondas. Before. Don't forget yeah, the anacondas. Yeah, exactly, yeah, the anacondas. You know that um, they're you know it's so like a joke living here sometimes, now, but they're catching so so many of them. You know, and you know then the wolves that are out, like you said, with the overdevelopment. You know, and uh, we were I was just talking to. Um, you know, some kids today and they were saying, well, why are the wolves coming out? And it's like, well, they're taking away what their, their natural habitat, they're yeah, taking yeah. away what they normally live. So where else are they going to go? They're in the streets, they're in your homes, they're in your backyards, you know, and they're looking for food, you know, so you have small animals and that type of thing. That's what they're going to do, you know, so where's coyotes. Yeah, exactly. So you're, you're, you're taking away, you know, and where it, they live. Apparently armadillos are, are part of the spread of leprosy 
That's what that's what I heard. That's what I heard. I just I just had a conversation with um, one of my friends. He lives up in Virginia that, you know, he was saying, what's going on in Florida, you know, and with the leprosy and with the armadillos. And I'm like, too. Like, I don't know. It's hard to keep track. I don't know. know, But, you know, but it's like you say, you know, we certainly need to and we we can see the effects of, like you say, the poor climate change. regulations and legislation mm-hmm. and that type of thing, we can see the effects of it. And people just still, hopefully, I'll just say this, hopefully people will look at and follow the science. If you cannot mm-hmm. do that, you know, it's not to where this is just happening. It's just happenstance and it's happening. No, let's follow the science. You know, if you want the proof, let's follow the science and make sure that we um, see and can understand why things are happening the way that they're happening. And the only way that we can make change, one of the ways that we can make change, make a significant change, is look at and get people in place to where we're going to be able to, you know, pass legislation, pass good legislation that's going to help with the blue-green algae, you know, with, like I said, because of, you know, the being able to add the extra nutrients, you know, to, you know, and, and it's amazing how they want to just reword that, but we'll say that, you know, add the extra nutrients to, you know, our soil well, being able to do. Well, one of those things that the legislation passed was that we can't have local fertilizer ordinances, right. which exactly. is, exactly. to Mosaic is a big corporation, right? So the fertilizers are going in, the fertilizers are feeding the blue-green algae, the blue-green mm-hmm. algae is making it gross on the waters and contributing to this dementia-like disease that we're seeing in animals and haven't figured out the connection yet, but could potentially have connection to our own neurological health as well. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. You know, so so, so we want to make sure that everybody really understands, you know, what's happening, what's going on, so that you can make well-informed decisions when it comes to your voting, when it comes to uh, your, your time to you know, go in and, you know, put your check mark or put a, a dot, wherever. We want to make sure that you are well informed. We want to make sure that you have the information that you need because it's time, you know, for us to make sure or it's time for us to out. go out and vote. It's time for us to get the people out that's not doing a good job, you know, for, for definitely for uh, Ron DeSantis. And, but for all of the Republicans and for those that are not making wise decisions, and I would, you know, say, you know, that you know, for, for us looking at the state house representatives, I'm running for district 78, you know, but for us to look at that and make sure that we put people in place, that's going to make good, solid, sound, scientific, you know, uh, decisions that's going to help our people, you know, of every race, every color, every ethnicity, every gender doesn't matter. So we want to make sure that we put these people in place. And the only way that we can do that is by people getting out and voting, people getting out, spreading the word, people getting out, making sure that, you know, for those that, you know, that that support the things that you believe in, for those that support the things where that 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 are morally you know, aligned with, you know, what, where your morals are. Let's make sure that we get those people in place and in office and hold them accountable, not just put, not right. just trade one crazy for another crazy, hold them accountable, you know, and that's right. what we need to do. Because at, at this point with the super majority that we have, no one is being held accountable. No one is being, you know, held, uh, putting their feet to the fire because they feel as though they could still do what they need to do or what they want to do. And no one right. wants to say anything about it. And, and, and it, it'll just continue to uh, be the way this status quo. But we have to change the status quo. And mm-hmm. we're out here to change the status quo. And we're going to start that. And we're going to make sure that everybody is well informed with the information that they need so that we can make sure that we do what we need to do as you know, as the, uh, the citizens of Florida, 
you know, and hopefully it won't just be Florida, but this will begin to kind of, you know, morph into other states, other areas. Um, you know, we got, you know, Donald Trump and hopefully my holding him accountable. You know, they they really hold him accountable and and he gets what he deserves, you know, for for Ron DeSantis. I certainly hope that everyone sees him for what he is, you know, and make sure that he's not um does not have the opportunity to continue what he is doing. So let's mm-hmm. make sure that we do that. So again, and now you know. And now you know, and then I am here. I'm Howard Sapp. I'm here to be a, a help to you, to help uh, a support to you, but make sure that we get the information out to you so that you can vote. You can do what you need to do, but you can do it well informed. So, um, Again, uh, I want to make sure that you guys continue to support, you know, your local radio, continue to support uh, local media, and you can support local media by um, tuning into Big Mouth Radio. And, and, and it's so much information, you know, here on this particular station, this network, um, with my good friend, Dr. Uh, Cindy Banier. Um, she has, you know, I mean, a ton of, you know, great, great, great cast, great podcast that you guys, that's available to you. And I'll let her explain what, how you can be a support, how you can help, how you can tune in, how you can, um, you know, go ahead and become a member of a part of the family and uh, Dr. Right. take it away. That's right. Become part of the family. You can subscribe to Now You Know on the Big Mouth Media website at BigMouthMediaFL.com for $4.99 a month. You help yes. Howard and I produce this podcast to keep you in the know. $49.99 a year. Or you can support and get access to all of our shows, articles, and special events for $19.99 a month. We would love to have that because that helps us to keep getting this message out and media has been under attack in the United States and Florida. And so it's so important that we keep independent media alive, especially in places like here in Southwest Florida. (laughs) Be sure to check that out. Yeah. On bigmouthmediafl.com. I have been your co-host, Dr. Cindy Banier here with Howard Sapp. And now, you know, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.